Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As I mentioned, first test Australia v India gets underway on Thursday. Before that, in about 15, 20 minutes time, we'll get a um, clarification of Aaron Finch's future in the game. Steve O'Keefe is on the line. Good morning to you, Socky. Morning, Matty. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, mate. Look, Aaron Finch is going to hold a press conference and uh, these days we know what they're going to say before they say it. So it appears as though he's going to step down full-time from international cricket and let's face it, there, tests are off the agenda. He's already stepped away from ODIs, so T20 internationals will be the next to go. Can you see Finchie continuing on like you are, Socky, in BBL? Oh, absolutely. I think he was I think he was named in the team of the tournament um, uh, and captain at that. So, yeah, of, of course he can still play. He's, he led the Renegades to a third position uh, in the finals when they'd had two really rough years. So, absolutely, I can see him playing on. And, um, you know, I think it was... Uh, uh, I don't know what the right term is, but, you know, playing for Australia... If it was me, you know, you'd have to drag me out of the out of the nets. I'd be clinging onto the net um, if they were going to sack me. You know, I'd, I'd want to play for as long as possible. So I think it's quite noble of him that he's decided to hang him up. Um, he's obviously shown that he's still good enough, particularly at domestic level. So I think you'll see him around for the next couple of years. His body looks a bit, you know, in trouble. I think he's got some knee issues and, and whatnot. But um, as we've seen this format of the game, T20 cricket, you know, it is a young man's game, but the older guys are the ones who who tend to have the experience and, and tend to get teams over the line. So his experience and his ability will be invaluable for the Big Bash tournament going forward. If I read you some of the quotes on the text line, Sock, that, that came through in the last, what, hour and 15 since I, I posed the fact that this uh, announcement is coming, it's kind of 50-50. Finch is one of those characters that people sort of, they either like him or they just don't like him. And mm. the stats are incredible, and I read them out. 146 ODIs for Australia, 103 T20s, runs galore. How do you summarise his spot then in the international arena for Australia? Yeah, I mean, you know, it bugs me as Australians. We just love to hate, don't we, the, the old tall poppy syndrome. You know, this is a guy who won a captain an Australian cricket team you know, to win a T20 World Cup in foreign conditions over in the UAE. I think he's ranked fourth all time on the list of T20 runs in all over the world. Played test cricket. Um, he's won Sheffield Shields. He's done an amazing job for Australia, you know, in winning World Cups back in 2015. So he'll go down as one of Australia's greats, uh, particularly in white ball cricket. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, I'm sure we would have liked to have seen a, a better performance from the Australians in the T20 World Cup at home. And there's no doubt that Aaron would have loved to have played better himself. But, you know, we've got to, we've got to look back at that career as a whole, you know, and not just pick and choose certain parts of where he hasn't performed and go, you know what, he's a great Australian who's, who's performed remarkably well. And as I said, will go down as one of the greats. Mate, are you crossing the road or are you doing a beep test? <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> 
I was at a cafe and completely forgot you were going to call, so I'm standing next to one of those buzzers that's going on and and off. I'll move away. No, that's that's fine because, geez, I was hoping you were doing a beep test because that would be fun to listen to you try. I'd keep you on the line for the next 20 minutes, keep you talking. Mate, I I wouldn't last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it was it was awesome last week um, to see you get that 100th cap, and it's the 100th game that you played for the Sydney Sixers. I mean, not all BBL games, so you've actually still got your 100 to come in the BBL tournament yeah. itself. But when you, when you received that from Moses Enriquez and when you looked around, it, it's that little time, isn't it, in an athlete's career where you can get emotional and you can do a bit of reflection. D- just tell me what was going on through your mind at that time. Yeah, I was a bit emotional, actually. Moses did a, a wonderful speech. You know, he talked about our career together, our journey, um, some of the hardships that we that, that I'd faced. And, you know, a lot of it had been of my own accord, of, of course. But he just talked about how proud I was, of how proud he was of, of, of me being in that team, the, the help that I'd sort of give other spinners. And, you know, you don't play the game for, for personal recognition. But one thing we try and do as a club is, is recognise all players and milestones. Um, I think it's something in sport that we do pretty poorly. You know, we do beginnings really well. You get a, you get a new contract, everyone's up and about and they want to get around you. You know, you go through your middle of your career, it tends to be a bit mediocre. We get a bit complacent. And then, and then at the end of people's careers, it tends to not get done well. You know, you're either cut off at the knees or you get a tap on the shoulder and you're done. So... One thing we've recognised at the Sixers is when guys do have milestones, such as 100 games or certain certain runs or, or you know, if we win or finish well, we try and recognise it. Um, don't make a big deal about it, but just let the, the players and staff members know that, you know, what their value is and their contribution has been to the club. So for me, it was quite moving. Um, I didn't really know what to expect, um, but I was certainly fighting back some tears um, you know, just to think of a, a journey that that's come over 20 years of playing cricket and just having an opportunity, I guess, to go out and play in front of crowds and express my skills, which, you know, to be honest, a lot of people think is junk. But, you know, I'm just proud that I'm still able to play the game. And, um, you know, and I'm going to, unlike Aaron Finch, I'm going to keep going as long as I possibly can. <laughs> it, it, it won't be a press conference. I'll be, uh, as I said, they'll have to remove me physically from the uh, from the New South Wales Indoor Centre <laughs> for when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, which is good to hear. Uh, hey, listen, um, first test. So obviously the focus swings over towards India. You know what it's like over there, the first test at Nagpur. But no Josh Hazelwood. So Scotty Boland, I mentioned this the other day. So imagine if you're Paddy Cummins, right? You think, ah, I don't have Mitchell Stark, Cam Green's not there, and I don't have now Josh Hazelwood. So I look in the corner, and there's a bloke called Scott Boland, and you know exactly mm. what he's going to give you. So it, yeah. it's not going to turn the test, Scott Boland's in or out, is it? But mm. it's, the, the fact that Australia's got that kind of player will be absolutely key. Yeah, I agree. I think Scotty Boland, I mean, I, I sort of tipped him as a, a bit of a smoky to be a bit of a game-breaker. In this situation, I like the way that he bowls. He attacks the stumps. He's got a nice natural angle in, and um, and he can hit the seam. And over there, when the ball does get old, it can reverse. And I think a guy who bowls stump to stump, challenging the forward defence um, of those Indian batters consistently, I think will do a, a very good job. Then you've got the airspeed of a guy like Pat Cummins. I think the big question is what spin attack the Aussies will go with. I think given that the Indians are predominantly right-handers, I think they'll stick with Ashton Agar, and I think that'll be the right call. Um, but I do think at some stage you might see 
the likes of Nathan Lyon and Todd Murphy playing the same test together. Uh, I know it may be odd having two offies, in particular when you've got Travis Head there, but um, I, I just think so highly of Todd Murphy that, that, that it would be remiss of the Aussies not to give him a chance in those conditions to show us what he's really capable of. All starts Thursday. We'll do it right here on SEN. Good on you, Socky. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Matty. Cheers. Stephen O'Keefe joining us. Yes, uh, Thursday afternoon is the full coverage that you'll hear ball by ball right here, every single test match right here uh, on SEN. So, look, the best way to do it, just keep it locked on or take that app with you. Download the app if you don't have it because you have access to the lot. 21 and a half minutes after 10 in Sydney, 21 and a half past nine in Queensland. Back after this, uh, your texts continue to come in and... We will take that Aaron Finch press conference as soon as it pops up.